You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Frankie Wells. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. for having me i feel very honored (laughs) thanks for coming oh my god yeah well we had your um my other half your other half my just last week i know i feel weird without her yeah imagine lost a limb i think we'd feel quite weird if we went off and did podcasts separately yeah really sad especially talking about sex i know we just we just split you up that was really mean wasn't it i feel like oh my god i feel like oh my god we're in like this no not the sister act what is it with Lindsay lohan mean uh, girls no the one where she's the twin and they get separated oh um what is it parent trap we're in the parent trap oh that now we need a secret handshake (laughs) and for those of you don't know frankie is also part of project pleasure podcast hey it was lovely being on your podcast now we're like getting our own back yeah (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh, I don't know what to say. So I guess I'm the second half of Project Pleasure. Me and Anushka met working at a radio station doing a sex and relationship show. And oh. I'm sure she told you as well, but every it was Saturday night, um, <laughs> we would, it was like 8 p.m., 9 p.m. The show she actually didn't tell us oh, how you met. Oh my God, the show great. would start. <laughs> I, always brought, I always brought grapes and we would share them in the studio, eat grapes and then answer calls about people's sex lives That's and then great. just chat it out and i was i was like in my i was like peak host season <laughs> this was like yeah. the peak host season when i love when it. we worked at uh, the, the station together and um i used to go out on saturday night no it must have been a friday because i was out friday night and then i come home monday and then i would have like this bank of weekend stories that oh. i then debrief and then uh yeah it was like really fun to talk about sex so openly and then yeah. talk to older people especially hearing about their experiences and what they did and didn't know and then kind of like chatting that out um in kind of like a such a safe space mm. and then um i was i was walking home one day after a shift and me and my friend made a joke that neither of us knew where the clitoris was until we were 18 (laughs) and then I was like oh my god it's so true like why aren't people talking about this and then I was like I'm gonna make a podcast and it's gonna be about sex education and it's gonna be amazing and I was like oh I wouldn't and I sat on it for months like wondering who I could ask to join me because I'm not very good at yeah being organized on my own and um <laughs> and uh, i decided upon anushka like she was my yeah. first choice and i it was just before christmas and i was like don't be weird and ask her drunk at the christmas party because that's weird so what i did was get drunk at the christmas party <laughs> and honestly like sidled up to her and was like so i'm gonna do this podcast about sex and i think you should do it with me okay bye and then left and i didn't <laughs> 
didn't talk to her again for two weeks and I messaged her on uh, oh. Facebook being like, I'm really embarrassed, but I really want to do this podcast. Will you do it with me? <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, babe, why are you embarrassed? And Aww. we've been together ever since Project Pleasure was born. And I have just been selfishly using the podcast to have better sex, better pleasure <laughs> and a better host season. And all your listeners too. And all my listeners too. And you're there for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's and a bit about George- me tell us a bit about foundation fm yeah so foundation fm is my other baby there's so many babies um (laughs) so foundation fm actually happened with another another pair of women another group of women (laughs) because again i'm not very good at being organized on my own but i was in i was in a job i was working in a radio station and i got made redundant quite publicly and i was like yeah and i was like oh my god what am i gonna do and i met up i was just i in this crazy radio world, um, you have to have a many a hustle. Um, so I was radio plugging on the side and I met with a friend that I was radio plugging for uh, the next day. And she was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, like, I was just past being upset. I was, I was pissed off. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah. You can say whatever you like. Oh, swear. Beautiful. Nitty gritty. I was pissed off. And I was like, I just, she was like, I can get you a job anywhere. Um, you know, I can help you get back in at one extra. I can help you get back in at Capital. And I was like, you know what? I've worked at these stations and they're amazing, but I want to do my own thing. And I want to make it a safe space for women and LGBTQ plus I voices. And she was like, that's exactly what we're going to do. And it was like the next day we wrote a business plan and it just kind of fast forward from there. And now we're seven months old. We're based in Peckham Levels. I love the studio. I love that everyone that has a show there. Um, and foundation fm is like uh she's her own force to be reckoned with like i can plan things and she's just like "Mm -mm, no we're going this way (laughs) um yeah the the station's really great like we had like 30 shows to begin with now we're on like nearly 70 wow Wow. yeah it's big a lot of people um and the things that we had planned for like the second and third year we're doing now we're like going to wireless in a couple of weeks wow and we've got like 12 djs playing wireless we're going to love box week after we are gonna have massive own events in the summer that's incredible yeah and i just oh my god i just love everyone there i want to shout out so many shows like we have really one thing i love about foundation fm which i thought was really important is that two till four every day we consistently have talk shows and they can be about art fashion they could be about music they can be about films they can be about queer events and vogue and we had one uh karen actually came in and she spoke about cervical cancer and i just feel like it was really important when we had this station that whenever you listen and you feel represented because I was mm. feeling less and less represented. And I always felt like it was a quite a privilege that I could turn on a TV screen or listen to the radio and hear someone that reflected me. And I kind of started to feel a bit alienated and I could only imagine how that felt like all of your life being told, like you you don't have an opinion because you're this kind of person. Mm. So yeah, I love foundation for that because we have such a collection of different people, but it's such a respected space. Like everyone really gets on and it's nice to see them go off and start their own projects yeah mm-hmm. like, it's just like a little hubbub it's such an amazing creation well done oh, thank you <laughs> wonderful yeah so you. what is your thoughts around the number count your sex count do you know it's really weird so um i used to be really fussed about the number count like yeah. i was really really fussed about it but in the 
other way like I was like I haven't slept with enough people I need I remember when I was like under yeah. 10 I was like come on Frankie you need to get into double figures like let's yeah amp this up I actually have a note <laughs> on my phone of the names of everyone I've slept with no <laughs> yeah I have I literally looked at it today because like this is weird and I looked at it and I was like this is the saddest list ever oh. <laughs> like I was like I was just like oh Frankie you you have a type <laughs> and it's not a good one you need to move away from that <laughs> um so yeah I was really fussed about numbers and why I, do you write notes of it because I really think it's important to remember the persons that you have let enter you. I don't know. <laughs> like, I hope they've written me down on a note somewhere. Um, yeah, I do find like when I've had sex with someone, like penetration or any actually anything, because I had a list of uh, everyone I kissed when I was like 18, Aww. from 15 to 18. So you're a full list girl. Yeah, like I, I like to Aww. remember people like, and not even, no, in an emotional way. I was gonna be like, not even emotional way, I'm really cool. But no, like in a really emotional way, like and they are a part of me and they're a story and I shared or learned something with them. Most of them are like, oh my God, what, what happened there? But <laughs> they're funny and they're embarrassing and I love all of them. It's the stories, see it. Yeah. the stories, not the people. Uh, some of them are questionable. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I cared about numbers a lot. I cared about names and numbers a lot. But I, and then I kind of, I'm at my number now. She's been there for a while, and um, I'm kind of, I've kind of forget about her now. But I remember when I, I remember when I first started sleeping with my partner, and I, I was like, how many, how many people have you slept with? And I was like really embarrassed that I hadn't slept with the same amount. And I was like, Aww. oh my God, like I've got, I've got, I've got up my game. And we had been sleeping together. We slept together for quite like, nearly two years before we actually became a couple. So oh. I had my chance to catch up. And then like, it just stopped caring and stopped being a thing. And, and in fact, like I just find that whole thing a bit silly now. Yeah. Mm. I was like going out of my way to have crazy situations that weren't like because I wanted to really have them it was because I wanted to retell them it was mm. a weird scenario where I was like oh my god she's so cool and crazy and like we do <laughs> and honestly we ended up having like one of the nicest female friendships I've ever had and really empowering and really special um because she was a person that I could kind of talk to and be like I'm not living my best whole life like I'm not being the slut that I aim to be and she was so here for it yeah. and she was like if you want to go and be a slut let's go and be a fucking slut and we used to have like oh my god I just loved living with her I miss her so much and uh, we used to have like naked parties all the time like <laughs> I never was naked in front of a, like fully naked in front of a person until I lived with my friend and we mm. were just naked all of the time and we would like one time we popped a bottle of Verve Clico that I've been saving since my 21st birthday and listened to Busted for no apparent reason and just <laughs> got naked singing Busted. And we did that like all the time. And That's it was incredible. It Being was... naked is the best way to feel comfortable about your yeah. own body, yeah. I miss... especially around your friend. I miss that bond. Like yeah. now we don't live together. I remember hating my tits so much that we. There You've was a got party. great tits. Thank you. Yeah, I love that your tits. It wasn't until like we were at a party and all the girls went in one room and everyone got their tits yes. out and you were all like comparing and looking. But the fact is, you hate your own tits, but you love everyone else's. Yeah. So it's like being mindful enough to. I rem- if that's the case, then your tits yeah. are just beautiful anyway. I remember my friend, my best friend, when I was like a teenager, coming up with what she liked to call the fanny theory, <laughs> and that everyone's fanny, someone, else, someone's fanny is the same as your fanny. Yeah, and so we all locked ourselves in a bathroom and all showed each other our bits. And I remember like all the boys being outside, being like, "What are they doing in there?" <laughs> and, and I remember having similar boobs, nipples. Even it was like the nipples because yeah. I was really insecure about my nipples. Um, so this- insecure. Wait, the, what the fuck is that about? I don't know. It's because it's like I just feel like you just see really cute tiny nipples, and Massively, I've got really yeah, yeah. big boobs and quite big nipples. 
and I was just like oh my god I'm so embarrassed they're not cute and per and you know and now I'm, I'm always shoving them in people's faces yeah. like, look at them they're huge <laughs> the best kind of boob are the ones that want to be seen yeah and I forget Regardless of what I, d- like. I don't think I've got big boobs but people tell me a lot of the time I do oh, and I'm just like oh I didn't even know <laughs> I'm just used to them they're just out and about <laughs> I think going to an old girls school was the most one of the most beautiful things that could have happened to me because like I just cherished my female friendship so much and it was there wasn't any competition it wasn't like ooh let's try and be like real slutty for anyone but ourselves like we just were all discovering certain things at certain times and it was a really open floor like we were sat in our sports changing rooms looking like shit just talking about (laughs) everyone that we wanted to shag even though none of us were shagging like and it was just like a really fun open conversation and I feel really lucky that I had that there's still even now at like my big age and my big podcast it's not big I just I was saying it for an iteration <laughs> but I sometimes have like questions I'm like oh my god like I don't know who to ask and then I'll have a glass of vino with one of my best mates and be like and then this happened and I thought it was weird and they were like oh my god I've totally done that yeah it's amazing mm-hmm. it's yeah. just it's this a, is exactly the same conversations that me and Reed used to have in our yeah, living room. That's it. Yeah. You just, you feel like a freak until someone else goes, oh my God, I thought I was the yeah. only one. And then you're yeah. like, oh, I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. I totally had like a, like a little crisis, I guess, this week where I think I just, um, I don't know, Pluto was like in retrograde or something. I blame it all on that. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, I don't feel good about certain parts of my body. And I found like really hard to open up to my partner. And I don't know why, like I find it so hard sometimes to open up to the people closest to you. Yeah. So it's so nice it's to hard. have those girlfriends there where you can be like, and then I jiggle like this and I don't like it. <laughs> and then they're like, well, I jiggle like this and I love it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> had a moment. It's like, well, if you love it, so I can I. I got through yeah. it there. We had a moment but we all got through it I, I, I got back off holiday and I decided that I need to detox because I, I it got silly with how much wine and cheese I was eating it was silly it's I mean that sounds like a holiday yeah, that you're allowed to it got to the point where we were like breakfast wine breakfast wine <laughs> pedo at 10am just not thinking about anything that sounds nice. perfect that it was, was a holiday. great British holiday fuck number one the last fuck Let's talk about your last fuck. Yay! I was really excited to talk about this because it happened last night. Ooh! Oh. Yay. And it was really beautiful. It was so good. Beautiful. Oh, my nice. Part. My partner's going to be like, oh my God, it's cringe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's all right. Oh, I got it in. Well, okay. um, so basically, like I said, I had like a bit of a wobble this week and I was feeling a bit insecure and sad because we all get like that and that's fine. And I was like on FaceTime to my boyfriend being like, I need and sometimes I feel like this and sometimes I feel like that and you didn't listen to my podcast last week and like <laughs> oh you're like two episodes behind now and I don't understand <laughs> like, like, do you even listen to us anymore my, yeah my boyfriend definitely doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> give a shit I remember when my like my old friends started like first like, actually like really liking each other and dating and he used to listen to the podcast and like send me like huge like and I never realized this and I was like oh my god I can't believe I found Aww. someone like this oh so, and now so he's invested. like 
yeah, invested was the word. And now he's like, oh, I just haven't had time to catch up on the podcast. And I'm like, you don't even listen to my podcast anymore. So I had a bit of a wobble. So You I, must not love me. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we went on holiday with quite a lot of people, like 18 people. And we mm. didn't really have a chance to be alone. Mm. And I'm, I'm really, really busy. He's super busy. So, you know, it's not always like optimum sexy time. Yeah. Um, it's like, quick, let's get it in now. I'll um, <laughs> Because we're both holy, but also, you know, like there's 18 people outside here all trying to use this bathroom. So, oh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's not been the sexiest month of my life. So last night I had my little bit of a wobble and then last night I went to their house and I got there and they made me dinner and then, um, we went upstairs and, and we were like having a little bit of a kiss and they were like, I really, really missed your vulva this week. And I was just like, that's really kind. It's so nice. <laughs> then we had a bit of a dry hump. Then we had. Hey. Oh my god! I love a dry Anushka hump. Was talking about dry humping. Bring it back. Love dry what, humping. Or her best fuck or something. Yeah, I love dry humping, and I basically said I felt like we didn't dry hump enough anymore, and we didn't snog enough, and so we had like a really passionate snog, I love a real that. good dry hump, and then he was like, "Wait, I've made a playlist." And I put the playlist on. Aww. There was rain, and then we had a, like a lovely, Aww. lovely shag, and then I do this thing where like after I come, I cry. Oh, um, just because it's <laughs> really in- intense. Um, I used to be really ashamed of it and like hide it, but now I'm just like, it was really good. Thank you so much. Are you sure that you like me? Oh. And then he's like, yes, I like you. And we have like a big hug, and then we had like a really nice chat that was actually inspired by Reed's uh, post on Instagram about going to killing kittens. Oh, and I was saying that like you. I don't fancy any other boys, and I feel like he very much fits everything that I need there. But like we met at a time where I was just really starting to explore my queerness and Mm. that like I do want to explore like my sexuality and he kind of came into a time in my life where that was just opening and then I felt like quickly it got shut again and that's not not through any anyone's fault like I was just caught up in this like new romance and Mm. I was really happy and I still am but it you know I still want to explore that side of me and you know I really want him to be a part of that journey so we had like a good talk about like you know kissing other women how did the talk go really really well he was like i really want you to explore that he's like i'm so lucky he's a very understanding person and yeah he was he's very all all, he's very up for it and you know we we both said like we're a bit scared of what this could mean and and whether like we're gonna have insecurities and we're gonna feel threatened Mm -hmm. but also at the same time like we're just dipping a toe taking it step by step so we had like a really good chat then we had a walk in the rain and then we had angel delight Oh yeah, what, what flavor? Banana. It was so Angel good. Delight. Well, you know, we just sat in bed having names from the eighties. Yeah, you kidding me? It's banging. <laughs> you can make it with um, like non-milk milk. We had it with oat milk. It's great. Fuck two. The first fuck. Well, so your virginity, how'd you lose it, baby? Oh my god, it was such a mess. <laughs> Um, I think actually it set a really unhealthy bar for Mm -hmm. how I started to have sex. So I was with my boyfriend at the time, I was 17. Mm. And I actually think that was a bit too soon for me. And um, yeah, I was with my boyfriend. I really, really loved him. And we had been together like three months. So I think it was only like right but I think we had been rushing rushing through things so he could like tell his mates and I remember one time he told all his friends that I'd um given oral sex and I hadn't Mm. and like this whole rumor mill started and everyone was like yeah you should probably leave him and I was like no he just said it because you know he wants to look cool I don't know and so I feel like we really rushed through things anyway fast Mm. forward to 
I think it was June, June something. Oh, my 10 year anniversary might have Ooh. been and gone. I, I even know dates of when I first slept with people, by the way, because I'm that kind of person. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I had glandular fever. Oh God. So that was, that was a good time in my life. What, for your first time? Yeah, glandular fever. My mum was away and my boyfriend was like, your mum's away, this is the only time you can do it. And I was like, well, I've got oh. glandular fever and I'm really unwell. And he was like, I've told everyone at school we're going to do it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, and then we slept God. together and it took ages. It took like 25 minutes. And, and I just, I don't remember anything down there. I just remember his like shoulder going into oh. my glands because I like, glandular oh. fever. And I was just like, this is fucking horrendous. What an absolute idiot and then he went and then after he finished he locked himself in my bathroom and called all his friends oh for fuck's sake and i was like and i was just there like who was this kid do you know what i actually saw him like a few months ago and we had like a really good talk about it and he was like really like really apologized he was like i don't really remember any of this and this is why i think it's so important it's it's one of the reasons i started project pleasure is because yeah, I was taught like, yeah, I was told, you know, have condoms, you don't want to get pregnant. But I wasn't told that like, you can say no. Like that wasn't a conversation. Like yeah. I mm. never really heard of rape in relationships. I'd yeah. never heard of consent. I'd, yeah. I'd never yeah, even heard that like, that girls could have pleasure. So I literally thought that you had sex and then a boy came and it was over. That's mm, what yeah. sex was. And that's yeah. all I'd ever seen. I never saw anyone enjoying themselves I'd never even watched porn at this point. Like I was really late to porn. I was really late to masturbation because I wasn't having conversations about sex ever. Yeah. About female pleasure anyway. We were just like, yeah, we just want to shag this guy. But we didn't know what it meant. Um, And yeah, so yeah, we had a nice conversation about it. But I think I'm not angry about how I lost my virginity. Mm. I think that there was no education and no one having the conversation with me around it that that was always going to happen yeah. and I'm, gl- I'm glad in a way because now I work really hard to make sure that I'm never put in that position again and also that like when I talk to young people they're not put in that position mm-hmm. and and also yeah like he was just a 16 year old boy yeah and like he hadn't had any conversation around that either and we were just both yeah. trying to figure it out and so but what it did do was set a precedent of how I started to have sex with people and so like when we broke up I really quickly started to have sex with a lot of people oh. regularly and I was just having like sex with people just to have sex with them just to make them like me mm. and not even really enjoying it like literally just like lying there being like cool see you then like yeah I wonder that if that's because you saw the sort of approval that he got from like having sex with you and he was like so excited about it and like yeah. telling everyone about it so you were like yeah. oh obviously this is like makes me like yeah I don't good. know and it was really weird like we would have we would take our clothes off like not kiss or anything like take our clothes off have sex put our clothes back on not with cuddle and I remember going to uni and like the first person I slept with at uni was like Oh, oh, do you not like, want to hug? You're not going to stay? And I was like, oh, Grace, no. See you later. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, you must really like me. It's embarrassing to hear. Um, just because I wasn't used to like affection afterwards. Yeah. And just, like, the aftercare. The, so after, the aftercare is so important. Now, and that, that's why I mean, like, I'm really grateful that like after sex now I can have my little angel delight, have a quick chat about monogamy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. and say to someone like, you're really important to me because... Mm. You know, when I was 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, I wasn't having that kind of support. Fuck three. The best fuck. This is a... This is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. 
This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get light... Just fill out. <clears throat> Why is it so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I'm like, I can't <laughs> do this. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <laughs> with over a thousand, with over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you know I need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey, <laughs> meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage and also I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk I know this is completely not relevant but <laughs> I'm really intrigued no it's all relevant Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex like dirty talking I've been doing a squirting course <gasps> oh wow so in all spirit of masturbation, May, we're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, May, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation. Which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more? The technique thing has been blowing my mind, like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like not going straight into G-spot stimulation, she's explaining everything that you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. Yes. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code, Come curious. That's C O M E 
curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and they have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised Beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. The best fuck. Well, I feel like... There's been, there's a few in the bank, but I actually feel like the best fuck is still to come. Oh, nice. So I feel like I haven't had my best fuck because I was so late to the game and having good sex. And it's only really been in the last like few, maybe years that I've been having it. And like, I am and really enjoying myself, but I know that my best fuck is still to come. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, I hope mine is too. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just really excited <laughs> and I'm, I'm learning lessons all of the time. Like I'm learning things about my body all of the time. Yeah. I'm learning things I do and don't like. And I'm changing the way I like sex as well. Like me and Nushka, shout out, are, we're on a porn ban. We're not watching porn. What? Yeah, because we're not, we're not watching porn. We're listening to it interesting because I, oh, yeah, we, audio porn. we started to see things and it was kind of like actually do we like that or do we just you know and did you ever do that did you ever do this thing where you watch porn and you're like what did i just watch like, <laughs> yes. as soon as you yes. come you're like oh my god every yes. time you're watching so it loving it as soon as you times. come you're like i never want to see this again and oh yeah, my god and you're just like yeah you're on like your private browser you like click off immediately and you're like delete it from your history because you're just ashamed <laughs> yeah and you when... just like find yourself all like sticky you're like oh my god but th- they were like the days when when I was really like, young and you'd be just like going on Pornhub and kind of finding anything. And like, there is literally anything mm. on there. Mm. And I, I never really liked that porn, but I'd end up masturbating to it yeah. anyway. Do you, do you remember like the TV show Sex Etra? Oh yeah. And you just oh. would like see like horse porn, like as in like people dress up as horses and you would just see like really different gangbangy stuff. All the weird and wonderful shit. Yeah, oh, love I love that, that show. Yeah, Honestly, so I good. remember like being in my front room like turning never seen the, the volume really down like down really low and just kind of like awkwardly was rubbing myself on, like, was it on a porn couch. tv it was it was like erotica it so was it was erotica, like you, yeah. you could have boobs out you could see boobs you could see kind of slightly naughty you couldn't see like full-on sex no. but it was very much like oh. late night tv yeah it was like snogging and whips and stuff oh wow and then you might and hear, hear some naughtiness like and it was always like hi i'm tara reed and i was like yeah. hey she's got my name that's me when i'm older <laughs> that's that is that where your um porn performer aspirations came probably from? yeah although she was she was reporting with her tits out so i was like i want to be her she's looked cool <laughs> yeah it was great Amazing. and i guess we're just like flooded with the ways that we should be like should look as well mm. and yeah, um, very so, we're a, so we decided to go and we both separately decided to go on a porn ban and then told each other together oh and so and then through that i was like oh i started listening to audio porn so like the way i'm now having like 
sex yeah it's changing and i'm really enjoying it and i feel like i'm getting like a bit more explorative Mm. and i want you know people to come on that journey with me (laughs) so what can you recommend for audio porn yeah there's well literotica yeah i love i love so much i love the stories and then dispora where do you find it um, I just like started following people on Instagram and oh. I just get like all my resources there but it's honestly really good and you still pay for it and I think that's important because yeah. I want to be responsible with my porn and I always say this like I feel like if I ended up being a parent like not word, I hope I hope I don't. Um, <laughs> don't want that. But if I ended up being a parent and I had like a teenager, I would I would like buy them a porn subscription because yeah. I want people to yeah. they're yeah. gonna consume it. If you're and gonna you buy them, them a fucking phone. You may yeah. as well buy them a porn cons- exactly. a porn subscription, like something that would actually be good to yeah. watch ra- or because, listen to, yeah. Yeah. rather than just them going onto Pornhub and searching anything. And do you know what I've I've heard that you know like how we have wireless headphones now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard that people have started listening to music or like like porn literature when they're having sex with a partner oh, and i'm kind of wow. like really into that yeah that sounds hot I, I, yeah. it sounds so hot and like a sense but i feel like i'd be listening to like the twilight soundtrack and my partner would be listening to like a really heavy techno <laughs> set and like a like a yeah and i like that might be a little bit off yeah it might be a tiny bit off fuck number four the worst fuck okay from the best to the worst oh my god the worst is like the most expensive shag i've ever had what it was so expensive so basically yeah so basically there was there was this guy um and we actually worked together and um we we met because we went on like a work social Uh, it was both our first day i guess or like week at this place and we went over work social and we lost everyone and we ended up on this very like weird night out where we were just like telling each other like really dirty stories and then he was like saying how much he loved to go down on girls and like like I was like oh my god we're gonna go home together like this is outrageous (laughs) and then we we didn't go home together and I was like okay cool and then I saw him again and we just kept going on like really weird saucy nights out together like we kept getting lost together and like holding hands and be like hee hee let's just run away and having like really (laughs) saucy chats and then I found out he had like a a girlfriend <gasps> oh fuck who lived in china oh fuck so what? he was just like really horny i guess but loved his girlfriend yeah and then i was like okay you're just really horny and i guess this is a way to express it but like you've really got to me like yeah, i, like, I fuck me over <laughs> i really was like it wasn't just about sex anymore like i was like i i yeah. think i love you like if, if it had worked out i'd be like i believe in love at first sight mm. but i think i just loved i fell in love with like his potential of like the first night because we yeah. got on so well it was really funny we run away together it was like and i love this thing of like running away with someone like i had my ideal first date is like meeting at a festival and just like going and venture at this festival that's like my dream yeah um and i kind of did it um and it was weird um <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and i for a year we just kept going on really weird nights out and sometimes i go back to his and we just share a bed and nothing would happen like we'd be like fully clothed and the sexual tension was like unbearable we oh had God. we were on like one time we were we were on a gondola and like someone was like singing and we had like a bottle of wine and what our faces were like this close and he was like describing this sex business into me and i was like we are gonna That's- fuck and it's gonna be so fucking good and he tried to kiss me that night and i was like no because you've got a girlfriend so no 
So I was like, honorable. And I felt like it was my responsibility as well. <laughs> and now I'm like, mm, it wasn't your responsibility. But I was quite, I was like 24. And this is when I was real hoeing. Um, yeah. And I mean, he was basically having an affair without sex. Yeah, yeah. Just definitely. like a, an emotional, an emotional But, to, affair, but to, yeah. now I realize I, yeah. I feel like he was, he was like that with a lot of people. Like I realized oh, I wasn't really? special. Mm. <laughs> I thought I was. And, um, Just like feeding his sexual I was appetite. Really, really, yeah. yeah, stroking his ego there. Mm-hmm. And he, he needed, and I felt like, I was being really cool with it um, but I definitely wasn't I thought I was like he doesn't know and then I'd like write I had like I had like a diary at the time and I was like writing in it all the time being like oh my god I just know if we fuck it'll be like animalistic it'll be the best sex I've ever had I've like just been wanting this for so long and he was like broke up with his girlfriend and he t- I remember when he told me and I was like I, we had run away and his friend was like you guys need to stop running away come back to my flat and we went to the flat and his friend was like you stay in my bed and me and me and him are gonna stay downstairs and I was like oh will you tuck me in because I was like fucking joke and I was remember I was like wearing like like a really skimpy top and I'd like taken my skirt off just my thong in, and, I, and I was like oh like your friend seems really pissed off like I don't want to get in the way of anything and, like if I am like I'm really sorry like playing it really cool and he was like there's nothing to get in the way of anymore like me and my girlfriend are together and I remember oh. like so bring up at that moment being like you need to be on your own like you need like three months off because I'm not jumping oh really what this. because I was just like so like it wasn't just that I wanted to have sex with him like I wanted to be I wanted to be with his. him yeah. yeah like I wanted to be together so like I was like okay this is my moment to shine like I was like step back you have your three months off like have your time oh my and then God. I really scaled back like I stopped going into this like place of work and I really did not want to see him because I just wanted him to get whatever he needed to get out of his system because he had had this girlfriend in China and all of a sudden he was single and free in London. He could shag whoever he wanted, you know what I mean? And I didn't want to be like the rebound. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, go out and sow your oats, like live your best life. And he Mm. started like, and I was kind of on and off of like an ex of mine and he was like texting me about it, being like, oh God, what did you get up to? Yeah. It's weird. So I was like, okay. And then he left this place of work and I went to his leaving drinks and I got hammered because I was so nervous and I was wearing like matching red underwear I, I was like I was looking fire I looked great and yeah. um and I got like I had like a bottle of red wine to myself and then I ordered him a bottle Jesus. of red wine and we were just like I think I had like five bottles of wine that night shit Lord, what? Like, have mercy. and then we were like and and everyone was like we're gonna leave now and we were like oh what should what, did you did you want to go like I I'm quite happy did you want to because I was, did you want, it was your last night, so I'll, I will say no, it was fine. So we did this whole thing and then we were, and we kind of tried to recreate the gondola night and I wish we hadn't done that because I think it would have ended up differently. So we yeah. went to under this bridge, like where this water, all this water is and we were like, yeah, kind of like talking about how there had been loads of sexual energy between us. And, yeah. then, and then I think he just kissed me or I kissed him, I don't know. And then we were in, north london and i live in south london and he was moving so i didn't have a house so we had to go back to mine oh, so i had to get a taxi back to mine which cost and this is why i say it was expensive because yeah. that cost like 60 pounds that was oh before uber god. so yeah, yeah. oh god was yeah fucking expensive. it was an addison lee um oh, shout out you guys thanks for getting me home safe um <laughs> and also like my number was registered to someone else's account that oh, knew this person oh. so they were like haha just seen your 
gone Addie Lee home loves seeing you go out like get home at like 5am and all your adventures and it was someone that knew them and I was like oh my god if you know you're gonna kill me anyway we got to mine and I was absolutely hammered and so were they and I was like I know what I'm gonna do we should have shower sex no so what I like to do to be really sexy is get in the shower but put a white shirt on so it goes see-through and I was like I am really sexy so having shower sex but the shower was broken and it was screaming hot like it was oh, like, and I was like no, we no. can get through this and he was like no 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 this needs to stop and then and then it was just like really slippery and awkward and then we went to my room and I just remember like oh god it was so bad it was like that scene from the in-betweeners where you it's just no it was like oh, it was just so like awkward it was like he was just lying dead straight on me and like what it was like really awkward like the rhythm I just rhythms were out like our rhythms were just not there oh my god after all of after that. the year build up oh, and like oh then god. I'm seeing also like, side note I was seeing someone at the time who was like really lovely and I called him the other person's name <gasps> oh and then fuck and then oh and then and then like and then I was like I'm gonna fall asleep can you just like get off and he was like oh yeah cool sorry and then I woke up like an, like two hours later and we were like huh, huh. and then I was like oh and then I think we tried to have sex again and then it, again it was just really awkward and terrible and then he genuinely ran away from my house like genuinely ran away from my house and then I realized that we hadn't used a condom so I had to get the morning after pill it's the first and last time I've ever done that um, which cost me like 30 quid so it was like of course it's 90 pounds for the worst shag of my life fuck number five the fuck that made me Okay, so the fuck that made you who you are today? In three words. <laughs> <laughs> in three words. Uh, the fuck that made me who no, I am. No, not in three words. No, 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 I'm just okay. taking the piss. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I think all of them, I can't pick one. Like, all of them have been such tragedies and. Yeah. Like, there was the time that some guy came in my eye while One Direction was playing. What? There was the other time that I got... And they're all so brilliant. There was one time that, like... These are the ones that have changed your life. But they're, like... As in, like, (laughs) they've changed my life and that, like, I find them so funny and I think sex is such a beautiful, like, weird, great mistake but also like learning curve yeah and so like i guess that was one because i was like okay like next time don't my reflexes <laughs> and then there was the other time where like i slept with like i don't know if i can say this but like a boss of mine and like oh yeah oh i've slept with so many of my bosses what? like everyone i've dated i was my boyfriend i was his intern Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, I've with oh most of my, my bosses. God. That's why I've had to become the boss because I can't, I can't think of my... Well, I can't. Yeah, wait till um, you get secretary. Yeah, and there like, was like mm. a time where like a guy asked to punch me and I let him and I was like, that was fucking great. Like, Oh my God, it's so good, isn't and it? And it was just like amazing. And I was like, and when I told people that, they were like, you let him do what? And I was yeah. like, yes. And it was like one of the best like thrilling yeah. experiences yes. of my life. So yeah. good. And there was a time. Like consensual violence is yeah. so I was just I was like, like I don't know what's going to happen next. Am I going to live or die? I don't know. Tune in next time. Yeah, I was, it was so good. Blackout. Like, I know. It was it so makes, good. It's because they get the adrenaline pumping yeah. like really like so much. It was, I just licked my lips thinking oh. about it. Like I'm just like, well, oh, yeah, punch I, day, me. I daydream mm. about that. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Just right, like being beaten black and blue. Right so 
fucked up. I mean, right in the chest. Right in the chest. I was like, like between like, the boobs? Like right in the boobs. Really? Oh, I, was oh, like, I like to get punched in the face. Punch in the face. I don't yeah. Think yeah, like black eye coming in as well. We had yeah. good sex. Although it never happens because yeah. my boyfriend won't do that to no, me. No, neither would mine. I love, a good, I love a good smack. Yeah, I like love a good, to like, be smacked. Oh, yeah. Smacking's oh, yeah. great too, but he also mm. won't do that. He's just rude. Just, I know. <laughs> like, you, you express no, these desires story. and then just because he doesn't want to hit a woman. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like, I like the fucking fish hooks, like fingers in mouth, like yeah. pulling on your mouth. Oh, yeah. oh, so hard that it's contorting your head back. And you're like, oh, yeah. oh like and drooling I just, everywhere. Oh, I like like a one hand on my throat and another hand in my mouth. I oh enjoy that. And honestly, that, that started with being punched. And like, yeah. pe- it sounds really aggressive, but like, I was really like, oh my God, you just did that. Fuck me harder. Yeah. Like, did he oh, put it, ask permission? To yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, like, it sounds yeah, like yeah. it. was that sexy. Don't just fucking punch yeah, anyone. Do not, no, don't just, just punch, punch me. Ask. You it always was, have to ask It was kind of like, it honestly was like someone I never, it was someone I worked with. I'd, I'd known for years and they were like, they wore a tie and a suit uh-huh. and they were really like up, like they were really quiet. And then we went on this really fucking weird night out and we went home together and we honestly spent like two weeks just like fucking like yeah. and then I was just and then after two weeks we're like cool yeah well that was that um, see you at work I don't sounds know. so professional it was so professional it was like a transaction yeah. it was wow. amazing um, I guess that's one that fucked me because it fucked me I guess that was one that I <laughs> made yeah. me who I am because I like I said like I'm I'm a late bloomer to most things and um, I guess it's just made me the little Cheeky little sly am today. For fuck's sake. This week's sex question from our listeners is My partner of four years and I are having a bit of a dry spell sexually. Mm. Any suggestions? Four years is a hard. Yeah. Four years is a hump. I've, I've yeah, been with my partner for four years. Hump. And mm. yes. There are so many dry spells. Yeah, yeah, there really is. And when you go through those dry spells, because my last relationship, I was in it for six years. And when you go through those dry spells, you go, oh my God, we're never coming out of this. Yeah. Yeah. The panic yeah, really sets it. in. And the more you panic and the more you think about it, the worse it gets. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's and a then horrible you put, feeling. put all this yeah. pressure on it and then you argue about it. And that's the opposite yeah. of what you should be yeah. doing. It and should just be like, let it ride out, loosey-goosey, be cool with it. Yeah, yeah. and then the sex is always not as good because mm. you're thinking so so much about it yeah you'll never be able to orgasm because you're like oh my god this is like the only time we're gonna have sex in like yeah. the next three months yeah. it has to be like, amazing it has to be good and i have to come and you have to come and and we have and to we love have each other come at the same time yeah. <laughs> it needs to be fireworks on a thunderstorm yeah. thunderstorm <laughs> can't just be in the bed it has to be on the kitchen yeah. surface somewhere yeah. cool it is so normal to have drive spells yeah. especially yeah. when you're in a long relationship because for sure like, it, you have drive spells when you're going through yeah. a fling when you're going like, when you have like a little cute relationship like yeah a, let alone a long relationship and also life is hard life yeah. gets in the way and sometimes like one of, of you's stressed one of you's got a bit more free time one both of you are really busy like yeah it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am um, when I and I in my last relationship when I used to like really take it on and be like, "This is my fault. Yeah. I'm not sexy enough." And yeah. I used to drive. I used to like I drive. I used to like get dress up and little sexy baby dolls, and my yeah. partner being like, "And I'm that's just even want, worse. I don't want to." And because the you rejection yeah. you feel. Oh, yeah. What yeah. I would suggest the is rejection. going on a sexy night out, as in like get those I don't want to be like get the drinks in but <laughs> go on like an adventurous day yeah. and then get those touches in mm. and, and just like say a few cheeky things like one thing I love about 
the relationship I am we're not like we're not fucking all the time we're not having sex 24 7 but if I feel like oh I feel like we could change it up like I'll 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 organize a sexy day out yeah Yeah. Uh, and i like what you said about little like it's almost like flirting a little bit here and there it reminds you i would also make sure that you're you're living your life and you're not in the pocket of your partner yeah like go out on your own and plan stuff see your friends see your family spend time away from your partner especially if you live together yeah because you end up not you end up like what coming back home and you kind of talk about menial shit you do need time away from each other and then also time for just you two which mm. is really hard to yeah. plan and organize you need to oh, sort so of get hard. to know each other again um, yeah mm-hmm. something that i did recently to get myself out of a dry spell was i downloaded these two apps Ooh. um one of them is called the and the and and you right, can so you're telling me about this yeah. i'm writing it down yeah so you can basically you can select who you're going to be doing the app with um Mm -hmm. whether it's a lover a partner someone in your family but so if you press the lover section it comes out of loads of relationship questions from like strange things like um tell me about your happiest childhood memory um to then like how would you how do you feel about um the breadwinner in the relationship or like what is the what do you think would end our relationship? Like what Mm. scares you the most in our relationship? So you get from like questions about like just that get you talking about each other's lives more um, to questions that really like get you to tackle your relationship and how you feel about each other. And it's quite intense, Mm. but it really gets you connected again. But sometimes you need those like outside help because I don't think I'll ever sit down and be like, so exactly. What's the biggest thing that scares you? Like it's hard. It's hard to bring those things up. I mean, therapy, like I've seen my therapist. I talk to my therapist a lot about my relationship because he gets a lot of my shit like a lot of my anger and a lot of my flack and it does put pressure on the relationship especially when it comes to sex yeah like it's we're we're actually in a really good spot at the moment but there was there was must have been like a good six months i was like this is over this is completely over because we're not having the sex that i want yeah and i'm done with this i'm not prepared to see this through and of course i was yeah Yeah. and it's so weird that we all get in those spaces and we think that Mm -hmm. we must be the only ones that everyone else's relationship perfect yeah like when i went on this holiday i've just got back from there was like five couples on it and i felt like under a lot of pressure yeah, they're to, the better couples and yeah. we're shit and you and you just say one like I, at one point i was like someone was telling me that her friend becomes single and i was like oh, nothing suits a woman like being single can't wait for me to be single again and i thought i was being hilarious and someone just turned around to me and was like that's an awful thing to say and oh i felt like God. i had like a minus one point to our relationship oh, no, and i'm not no. like a competitive person so yeah. i was just like oh my god like yeah everyone's so much people judge this. you when you yeah. say things like that yeah. or like yeah. It's also, I still believe it. Like nothing suits someone like being single and being empowered. But I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. Finding yourself great. And, yeah, and being. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you could still kind of have single life when you're with a partner. Yeah. It's just you're with them romantically yeah. and sexually. Yeah. But you just be your own person, your yeah. own like independence. Yeah. Go and do your own shit. Get get the fucking promotion you want at work. Do a tick of all those fucking things Snaps. off the box. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. So this week's sex story is, so I was in year 10 at the time and I had been watching Game of Thrones and there was a scene where Jon Snow eats a girl out. Oh yeah, his I love Jon Snow. only opportunity to have sex, but all he does is give her head. So hot, right? 
So I was talking about this with my friends, having only just learned what head to woman actually was. And one of my guy friends at the time offered to go down on me, not expecting anything in return. So I went, yes. (laughs) Fuck yeah. I love this story already. (laughs) A couple of days later, going over to his house, he gave me head. It was completely mind blowing. And the first time sex was just about my pleasure and it really made me feel and it made me realize how great sex really was and how it was so important that I got off as well as him oh that's amazing that is beautiful that's almost touching my soul yeah and I I love it I want to go home and just be like (laughs) eight out now like I'm just like oh I'm gonna go home and eat pasta this guy needs a fucking award like he's changed some girl's sex life for the rest of her life yeah young what a hero. Yeah. Hero. He's this, got taught right. This, Good parents. Yes. This guy and well, John Snow know everything. Yeah. yeah. Actually, to be fair, when I was in my first relationship, when I was 15, I had a boyfriend that only ever went down on me. Yeah. Maybe and I probably, probably gave him thing. head like twice yeah. in two years. I think it's a, like a, a kink for some people. Like, yeah. Not, I know yeah, it guys. is a kink for some people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it but wasn't two years. Year, year 10, I think it's like what, 16? 15, 16. 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably around about time. Yeah. But, like you're Which, right, young young minds. Like that's yeah. really like mature. Yeah, what it's mad. Gem, really good. I'm so happy that this girl had this experience yeah, that I'm really happy. taught her how sex can be for her pleasure, like as well. Uh, like, especially at a young age we, like we, that. Yeah, it like, was like what you were talking you carry about with three. Yeah, you. it was yeah. like what we were talking about earlier in your first experience, where you yeah. just kind of thought sex was for him, for the lads. Yeah, for him to yeah. come. But yeah. she learned at a young age that yeah. it was about her pleasure yeah. which is so good we all and need one of those we guys all need, yeah we need one of those guys like it just happened for me later mm-hmm. but it's in the, you know since 24 to 27 like my sex life has improved my pleasure's improved yeah. and everything that I do now is to empower me and other women like yeah and people that want to enjoy pleasure like that's that I will always be grateful to that person yeah, yeah. it just happened so at a different time in our lives but Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Good well, for you. Sadly, we are going to have to fuck off. I'm really no. sad. I also mm. feel like, how is this episode going to sound? It's going to be like three hours long. Spoke about so much. I'm sorry. I'm a chatty Cathy. But thank you so much for having me. Thank oh, you thank for coming you. on. It's been such a pleasure. It's been incredible. Let's all snog in a thunderstorm now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go home and <laughs> flirt with that. my man. Maybe do some dry humping. Although we want to, what is it? Re- rebrand the dry humping because it sounds old school. No, yeah. I like it. Do you? Dry sounds like a, like a dog. Like What were you, <laughs> what were you gonna rebrand? What were you going to rebrand it to? I don't know. Like... Um, Leg friction massage. fucking or something like pussy bump but it might not be just pussy it i like humping's nice grinding grinding uh, yeah it's trouser play trouser play. teasing <laughs> oh, trouser amazing. teasing Panty, okay. panty where, popping. <laughs> where can our listeners find you you can find me did anushka give at pro pleasure Oh, yeah. yeah, give it anyway. Do okay. It, yeah, do it again. You can find Project Pleasure at pro underscore pleasure on Instagram or Twitter. You can find Foundation FM at foundation underscore FM on Twitter <laughs> found at foundation.fm on Instagram and check out all the amazing things we're doing on there because I'm really proud of both. And then if you just want to look at me and my... Mm, mm, 
tiny life at frankie <laughs> underscore ffm on instagram and at frankie underscore 92 but honestly all i do is retweet project Fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and come curious thanks thank you so much everyone please give us a rating a review and subscribe to our podcast and do not forget to send us your sex questions and sex stories yeah. to our instagram share at come curious share and follow and love and like and all that jazz and all that jazz. See you soon. Bye. See bye. you next week. Bye. <laughs> I'm like, see ya. Bye. I'm out of here. <laughs> In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.